This podcast is for thinkers and problem solvers. So I'm here with Gary and we met on an ayahuasca ceremony in Holland, March 2020. Yeah, what drew you to that that experience and, and taking ayahuasca? Uh, that's a good question. I um, I think I was thirty seven when I went to my first ayahuasca ceremony, and I guess uh, uh, of all the different things I've done, we kind of label it as self improvement. We were talking earlier. Um, I think the first thing I did was uh, thirty one. I got a hypnotherapy for smoking. Um, I'd given up mm-hmm. smoking. I was on twenty a day. I got really interested in in the idea of hypnotherapy, you know, read a bit about it, did some training. Um, uh, I lost a load of weight and then I started to, um, I've always been quite ambitious in my career. I know we'll talk about that a bit later on, but I um, I kind of felt like I was getting to a point where um, it wasn't really my talent that was going to hold me back or my intelligence. It was, it was stress levels and how I dealt with stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started reading lots of books and... Um, you know, doing lots of podcasts um, and just randomly I think I'd just left I'd been in Newcastle for 10 years um, I left that job I'd moved down to down to the south and I'd not been long in my job and my new life and around me I'd, I'd gone out with some friends in Birmingham and the night after I had a bit of a hangover and I ended up going to um I ended up missing my stop and ended up in the centre of London, which I didn't need to be. So I had to get an Uber back to where I was. And I just started talking to this random taxi driver. And he said, oh, have, you, have you tried ayahuasca? <laughs> and uh, I said no. And he started talking about it. And he said, go and watch a Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I watched it. And um, it was what was really interesting about it is because it's quite a, I guess it's a bit of an out there concept, but watching someone like Joe Rogan and like quite, not mainstream, but, fairly straight up people really discuss it and discuss it with a lot of passion the idea really took me quite quickly but if i'm honest it probably took about four months to actually go Mm -hmm. um it was an idea that uh it was still felt like a pretty brutal thing Mm -hmm. to do and probably you know one of the biggest jumps off a cliff i think I've, i've ever done and ever will but so yeah so i think but the idea over that four months just really formed and then i think i probably probably booked it just in the new year like in January and then as you say went in March and and that's when we met so yeah so yeah so it was after a good few years of, of self-improvement but the time just felt right to do the IR. Nice yeah and wonderful place for it uh, where we went um, really kind people and you want to tell us a little bit about that, that experience you had there? Yeah I mean I've and we'll talk about I've been three times and I've always been to the same place I don't really have a basis for comparison um there's quite a lot of uh documentaries and things on Netflix about ayahuasca and and um some of it feels uh quite intense I mean, don't get me wrong this, this is this is really intense wherever you do it yeah. it's uh it's, it's it's incredibly intense but um the location where we went and uh, it was just from the moment you got there, it was kind of on the farmhouse, out of farmhouse in the middle yeah. of nowhere. It was just, uh, and, and you get there and, and you, you meet with people. And 
I don't know whether we you know, support people, hosts, whatever you want to call them, and they meet you, and it just there's just an immense feeling of like peace and love, and it's great. And you know, if anything, you know, from from the weekend, you you get a you get a weekend of just sort of really chilling out and 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 finding peace. So it's a great setting, great people, and you know. <laughs> I don't think anyone that's done ayahuasca would would tell you that they weren't a bit nervous or a bit mm. anxious, and yeah. you know I, I couldn't think of a better setting or better people, you know, to really mm. make it feel. Um, don't get it wrong, I'm still shitting myself. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah I, I think um, yeah, you couldn't really ask for a better environment to mm. to 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 go deep into yourself. Yeah, and uh, yeah, tell us a bit about the experience. Mine was really difficult but beautiful but um but yeah tell us a little bit about the ceremony yeah to be honest i mean don't get me wrong the the highlight of the weekend is so the 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 times i went i did like a three-day there's a three-day retreat so you go day one you go there you meet with people you do like an intention setting as well so you meet with like a as i say that the host these are people that are you know they've worked with the medicine before and um, they're there to really support you through the weekend so they ask you about your intentions and you know, most people are going there for a sort of specific reason or, or, you know, maybe they're dealing with some trauma or they've got some, some issues. And, and, you know, so I think they let you share those and then, but they're very keen to, um, yeah, they're very keen to sort of say it's more of an intention rather than expectation. You know, I think they use, they use that terminology quite a lot. So you, so you set that out. And then the first time that I went, it was, um, because it was pre, pre the lockdown, pre pandemic, um, they'd actually flown, the shamans over from from south america um the 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 next two times i've been um because of the lockdown it was Mm. more of a spiritual session yeah the first session so so after you set your intention you then go back and you go into a a year it's a big tent um and you uh and you talk about your intention with the shamans and they talk about uh yeah how they're going to work with the medicine with you um to 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 really help you realize your intention Mm. and of course you know that just really kind of raises the the kind of anticipation again because mm. you know these people are you know really serious about their work mm. and you know you feel like you're kind of in the presence of something pretty amazing and that's before you've even started mm. and then yeah as a group I and mean, that's the other thing i would say is i mean you and i i mean what two years ago you know we we've probably spoken to each other and we've probably seen each other this is the second time we've ever seen each other yeah right? and then okay. we yeah and like you know we've <laughs> Yeah, we've spoken on the phone a few times, but you, throughout the weekend you build this connection, um, and that mm. connection really starts to build before the first night. Because mm. especially the people that have been there for the first, they're going there for the first time. They, you know, everyone's really, um, yeah, kind of going through the same together. And um, but yeah, and then you go into the, you, know, you go into to do the actual ceremony, and um, it lasts for about six hours. And everyone has a really different experience. Mm. I find um, mine. Uh, yeah, some people. Uh, I don't think it's reflective of personality, but some people are quite loud and there's a lot of purging and mm. you know, it's a really big dramatic experience. Whereas I've always been quite, um, it's been quite a sort of personal, quite a calm, quite a quiet mm. experience. Um, but internally, you know, every single time. So, you know, I've been three times, but that means I've drunk six times, you know, across, yeah. Yeah, two nights yeah. each time. And every single time I've had a complete kind of shift in yeah. in, in my perspective. So although for me, it's never been, you know, you hear some of the stories about yeah, the big purging and the big, you know, the, the big that events. Was me. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I've never really had that, but yeah. equally every single time I've had this 
sort of mm-hmm. huge shift and, and mm-hmm. huge realization and you know, huge moments. So it's um, yeah, it's, it is different for everyone. And I think the other thing as well is you, you do, although it's a very personal experience, and mm-hmm. um, you do sort of almost feel quite connected to other people in the room as well. It's just, it's an energy you can't really describe. Definitely. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, obviously, you know, I don't know about you, but I think throughout that weekend, you, you do build this incredible connection with other people and you just have this mm. i think just generally you get a real connection with sort of humanity and the human consciousness and you just definitely although you're really working on yourself you you kind mm. of want everyone else to do a really good job as well mm. so it's uh yeah. special really special yeah, yeah ab- ab- absolutely and um you know everyone has a really different experience mm. um and it is a it's a very personal thing you, mm. know, you go to work on on personal stuff so yeah so yeah yeah nice yeah i i went down the route of uh not through choice of a lot of sick and a lot of crying um but yeah different to everyone um and yeah you just like you say you're saying about personality you just can't tell like sometimes um i've seen uh, a small lady drink four glasses of ayahuasca and not really go under but then i had one on my first time and i was out for probably eight hours on that time and just completely out of it yeah i think generally i'm i'm quite a big guy but um so it usually takes me quite a lot to get under but then i tend to go longer than most people so mm. Mm. you know once the ceremony kind of stops at the end i tend to sort of have another hour hour and a half still kind of continuing my journey so you're right it's different for everybody and, and again i think um you know it's always wider sound like a pro now but like you know i always say to you know, never be like self-conscious when you're there you know you're yeah. kind of just doing your own thing and, and everyone's just so good and everyone's so respectful of everyone mm. else's journey it's just you, you don't have to feel worried about how you express yourself if it's quiet mm. if it's loud if you're throwing up if yeah you, you know you, you can just everyone just wants everyone to yeah. to have a really kind of successful journey but you're right it's different for everyone and yeah. people go for different reasons and they come with different answers as well so totally. or they leave with different answers it's yeah. uh it's a very personal thing. Definitely, definitely. So tell us a bit about um, the reasons or um, whether it's curiosity or what brought you to try it. And maybe if you will, like um, some other things you experienced or how it, how it helped you move forward in life or, or, or gave you what you were looking for. Yeah, well, they have, uh, <laughs> they have a, uh, a saying that the mother ayahuasca, they, they, the the plant medicine talk about it being like a kind of a very female uh, energy, and mm. and uh, um, and they always say like you know mother uh, doesn't you know, will never give you what you want, but always give you what you need, and, yeah. and that was pretty much how I so I went there. I'd I'd had you know quite a lot of, um, but I'd always struggled with like eating and my weight and stuff like that. And I've done a really good job in 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 uh, finding a good diet looking after myself and but i just felt like something was like niggling in the background and i just felt like i just wanted to get rid of it everything like it felt like a struggle and um i just wanted to get rid of it and and it kind of um i, I guess for me what really came out was this this um and i think I, I've, I've read a lot about this sort of lately and i've made a lot more sense of it. it it felt like it made sense at the time as well though um but i think part of me was i've always been a bit of an overthinker and um and this was just it, it i just kind of had this and i don't think it was sponsored by nike or anything like that but i just had this kind of overwhelming thought of just do it you mm. know just don't 
don't wait for this thing to be gone don't wait for you to be yeah. don't, don't wait for things to fall into place mm. just do it just get mm. on with it and and although probably to people listening that doesn't sound like a massive realization it probably feels like an expensive yeah not not a lot for a, for a lot of money but um you know for me that was quite a big thing so i mm. tended to overthink things and mm. Um, at the time I probably didn't realise how significant it was but at mm. the same time I felt this sense of freedom and I think although every time I've been um, I've got a uh, I, I've, I've got that kind of the answer to a question or a shift in perspective you also get this incredible um, like connection with mm. uh, with like nature and humanity yeah. and yeah. the spirituality and, and actually the irony is is when you start making that connection, the problem you kind of go with almost feels a bit insignificant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I just got this kind of overwhelming sense of stop waiting around, you know, yeah. just go and grab stuff and just... Yeah. So and, it's very much like an energy and a feeling and uh, and it just... It's hard to explain how your belief can change in one night or, or a few hours. <laughs> yeah, I was never really... You know, I wouldn't say, like, I've got a particular sort of religious or spiritual belief now but I definitely you know, you know I definitely felt things and saw things that you know made me believe in something that was sort of bigger than myself and mm-hmm. um it's yeah it's hard to explain but I, I suppose from my point of view um it was just nice to um understand it was it was nice to f- it was almost nice to feel insignificant yeah <laughs> it was nice to like you know it felt like if I could feel uh, that insignificant in the universe and my problems felt even smaller mm, um, yeah. so I, I think it was yeah the two kind of the, the whole just do it just get on with it and this mm. sort of feeling of being connected to something sort of yeah. huge perspective yeah it was yeah, yeah it just really helped me kind of move on and um sort of afterwards mm. yeah that, that definitely that definitely came up I think um the other thing that I massively reconciled with is uh is is the sort of the the cycle of life and death as uh, life and death as well you know i think sort of deep down i've read a lot about it i think we're all secretly mm. shit scared of dying and yeah. that that has a massive impact on um you know on, on decisions we make subconsciously and mm. i just i don't know i can't even i can't explain the thought pro- it wasn't really a thought process but i just mm. had this massive comfort with dying i didn't want to die obviously yeah it kind of gave me more of a zest for life but yeah i kind of just had this I don't know. I just had this reconciliation with like we're going to die and it's just part of life and it's okay. Mm, and mm. Um, and again, I suppose that 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 in turn logically has helped me probably just be a bit more, I don't know, a bit yeah. more playful in life and, mm. and be able to get on with things. But yeah, so a lot of like yeah, a lot about, about being a human, being part of a bigger race, being part mm. of nature. Mm. A lot of stuff to do with death and probably stuff that in my darker, you know, in my quieter moments. I would never have wanted to think about, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's the sort of stuff you don't really like to think yeah, definitely. about. Definitely, it's kind of like, um, kind yeah. of like that avoiding. We're avoiding it all all the time, and that fear of death, and also fear of like the worst could happen. Um, just a lot of fear, but I kind of go through that with that session, that ceremony. It's you feel it all, and you feel a warmth and all these things. This kind of interconnectivity, interconnectedness, and it just feels like. I mean, I'd sort of say it's a bit like everything is probably how it's supposed to be a bit and it would be okay. Um, yeah, it's hard to put in words though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I think every time I've been, I've almost had this like rebirth experience. Mm. You know, it's, um, sometimes it's been more obvious than others, but yeah, definitely this whole idea of, 
of, of sort of being reborn and, and also this idea that you know the way that sort of nature you know develops and how evolution works and how we've developed as a as a, as a world not just a human race is you mm. know just basically by sort of dying and living all over again and you know, mm. dying and rebuilt yeah you know, death is as much part of the creative process as being yeah. born mm. um yeah it's hard to not get deep when i talk about it yeah but i just think sort of some of those realizations at the time but it's what's i think what's really weird and we talked about it earlier but um you know, I'd, I'd lived majority of my life in my head and all of a sudden i started to feel my energy become a bit more you know in the kind of the heart space yeah. and, and and again you know people that sort of practice meditation are like well it's not really a big deal but you know, for me that was a massive shift mm, same, um, same, yeah. and you start make, and it's almost like you start making sense of stuff without actually having to make sense of it so, you know mm. it doesn't have to go through the kind of the yeah. the brain and yeah so totally. it's you, you do get yeah you, you a lot of stuff really came out um mm. And I think certainly the first time you do it, the first time you're experiencing some of these mm. kind of thought processes, it's quite overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. If I remember with because with you, it was uh, I think there was either you or maybe one other person that had done it before. So I think mm. I, I remember you turned up late, <laughs> and um, it was like everyone had heard about you coming. Oh, right. It was like he's done it before. So when you turned up, you were like this guru. Like all the, new, all the newbies were kind of looking at you and just well, say like, "What's it like?" Yeah. Well, I felt like a bit like oh, I've got a bit of a role to play here, like because um, it is a bit scary and and just to just to be a presence going. Uh, these guys that are doing it are, are sound. They're really kind, and it's going to be okay. Just to have a little bit of that. Uh, energy it kind of made me step up so i wasn't <laughs> thinking about myself and being scared i think so yeah, it yeah and i think the two times after that i've been um i've definitely felt like there's a role to play there and mm-hmm. um you you don't want to sort of start telling people what it's going to be like because mm-hmm. part of the fun is finding mm-hmm. out for yourself but at the mm-hmm. same time yeah you do want to and also i think probably the anticipation and the nervousness is part of the fun too yeah yeah. um but i think yeah i think just helping people kind of make make sense of it and mm-hmm. you know just feeling okay but uh but yeah i, did, I definitely remember that 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 for the first time was very different um all three times have been great mm-hmm. but the, the the first time you yeah some of the stuff you you kind of learn about mm-hmm. yeah things is yeah. just um yeah it's uh yeah, it's the difficult to explain yeah <laughs> so you um experienced uh some visions and the time did you notice the time the time seemed to go on forever like a like a repeating dream almost um did you did you get many visions or um in in the ceremony did you experience any of that um some people talk to beings and stuff like that but um did you, yeah what was uh what was your actual experience just just talking around it a little bit yeah there's a lot of yeah i mean there's a lot of visuals um you know, I might have, you know, sort of done psychedelic stuff before, and there's, uh, you know, I, I can be quite a visual person. I tend to think I've got quite a decent imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so a lot of it was quite visual for me, but a lot of feelings as well. You know, you, mm-hmm. so you kind of relive a lot of, you know, it's, even the, the stuff you relive. You didn't really, I didn't really live it visually. You sort of relive it emotionally, and mm-hmm. um, I think, I think the first couple of times I went, I did, um, I cried, but the second two retreats that that seemed to be my purge was just mm. like 
uncontrollable sobbing. Yeah. And I'm a person that doesn't cry. Yeah. Um, and now the thing is, I take my son to the cinema, and it's like literally from the first minute, I'm just like bawling my eyes out. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the time, so in the in the ceremonies, my purging was kind of crying. Mm. So yeah, so lots of lots of visuals, but then lots of yeah, just lots of feelings really. Yeah. And um, uh, I I didn't see, I never saw a being. Um, I've had a lot of you know, s- the other two times that I've been. Um, I've had some interactions with like family members and things yeah. like that, um, which yeah. is good. But they were kind of beings that I knew. But yeah, mm. lots of people see, you know, the mother, yeah. the mother, and and things like that. But yeah. for me, that never came up. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah, it was more the visuals tend to be like geometric shapes, and there was um, a few times like the way they decorate the the year is quite mm. smart in that. Yeah. There's a few snakes kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. knocking about and. Yeah, there's this and like yeah. there's, I think there's like a jaguar in there. Yeah, and things like I that, remember so. they said, oh, I don't know if it was that one, but they, the shaman said, "Oh, if you see a jaguar or a snake, don't worry, that's the, um, they're the beings, they're the animals that represent ayahuasca." And I thought, oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> so you pick. <laughs> but, yeah, so yeah, lots lots of visual stuff, but then mm. um, and yeah, like I mean, time just becomes a just a real messed up concept. It's yeah. like you know the first. Because it usually took me quite a while to get under, like, um, or get into it. Um, yeah, ten, time tend to go quite slowly, and then it go quite quickly, and then it go slowly. But yeah, you tend to lose, you lose, you lose all concept of time when you're in there, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember it feeling like it was just like restarting all the time, and it was going on forever. Um, but I felt like maybe that was part of it. So like, you keep repeating it until you change your habit. And and yeah, it's interesting what you're saying about it being like the purging might have been more emotional. That's that's made me think that's what my experience was like. It was about it was quite bodily. It was quite emotional. Um, and I think yeah, for other people, it's more beings, more different type of spiritual. Um, yeah. But yeah. So so when you um, got back to your day to day life. How was that? What was um, integration like? And and tell us a bit about putting into practice that that energy, that just do it energy. Yeah, well, I think it's it's always. I think whenever you th- talk about an experience after the occasion, you you always kind of line it up very <laughs> a lot more logically. I I think I just felt I just felt a lot more like connected with the world, and um, the the just do it thing was it kind of was was almost a bit. At the time, it was like, well, okay, yeah, fair enough. It's an easy thing to say. Um, so it wasn't really until I started to get back into my life. Um, and obviously those opportunities to just do it started to present themselves. And then, of course, I started to make decisions and started to do things and think very differently than I had done before. Um, the, I mean, the first thing that obviously happened was literally, I think, a, a week after. Uh, I think it was that I was actually working in Belgium at the time. And... Um, obviously, I'd, I think I'd left the retreat, gone back to work, and then that Friday was it was like the last last chopper out of Saigon trying to get home because it because mm. the whole world went into lockdown. Of course, yeah. So of course, yeah. Straight away, I'm now in a situation where, and I'd only been I'd left my job of like ten years. I've been in this job six months. You know, the whole industry that I was in kind of came crashing down quite quickly. Mm. So I'm like, am I going to lose my job? And yeah, like everyone else, you know, it was mm. it was just this kind of incredible. Like what the fuck moment mm-hmm. and uh you know whether or not it was the universe or what but it just felt apt that that was you know i'd been on my ayahuasca experience the week before and 
Um, so the, I think the other benefit of that is a bit like everyone at the start of that lockdown in the UK it was, uh, you know, the, the weather was beautiful. No one had anything to do, and everyone was just out mm. in nature. Mm. So I kind of had this this real opportunity to kind of you know, really strengthen that connection. And I think the first thing that happened was uh, after about two weeks. Um, anyone that knows me, I'm like the well, I was like the biggest meat eater ever. And yeah, you know, my Facebook now was like yeah, you know, my memory's all full of like you know fillet steak and things like that. Mm. And I turned vegetarian literally just like that. Mm. Um, huh. I had this kind of I had a, a, a vision that I was a dead fish, and uh, wow. I don't know whether I had to kind of have started having this empathy for animals and whatever it was. I was like, right, I'm a vegetarian, and huh. it's like, you know, for me, you know, because of my reputation of being a meat eater and my family ate meat, and mm. you know, people didn't speak well of vegetarians, and I think an old version of me, I know it's not a big thing turning vegetarian, but an old version of me would have thought of every reason not to do it, and mm. eventually found a reason not to do it, and I just. I just did it and I still am to this day and it just it felt nice. right and it was just it was like the first thing where I've gone right this feels right mm. there's loads of loads, loads of logical reasons not to do it but I'm going to do it nice. um and then I had um uh and then I had um sort of my I guess my big vision if you like so um I'd been I'd left my the old industry that I was in I'd been there for like 10 years and um I had sort of I had a, lot, a bit of experience in terms of buying and selling companies, building up companies and buying them and selling them. And I'd worked with a couple of these family businesses in my old industry. I'd moved on, um, but I, I started talking to, um, I, I just had this vision that I just, I needed to kind of merge these two companies together and mm. they'd be a lot stronger together. They didn't really like each other. Um, they'd never really been in a room together. They were fierce competitors at what mm. they did. And it was just a really ridiculous idea that would never work. But I thought, you know what, it just has to happen. Yeah. And I remember speaking to, you know, and I, was like, I, I spoke to both sets of shareholders from these two different businesses. And, you know, they both had the same opinion of me, which was, that's a really stupid idea. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and, um, and I just, I don't know. I just, I think I, I, it was almost like I can't even remember having the conversations, but I remember I talked very passionately about it and, you know, I'd sort of processed what they, those guys would get out of it. And sort of within 24 hours, they'd both contacted me and said, you know, we want to have a chat about it. And wow. um, yeah, and it was, and again, I think going through the whole thing, I think an older version of myself would have, or a younger version, a previous version of myself would have talked myself out of it, would have found mm. a reason why it wasn't going to work. And, mm. you know, decided that, you know, God, if I failed at something that, you know, that would be the end of my life. Mm. And, Whereas I just had this completely different view. I was like, you know what? Like, this is such a crazy idea. It's probably never going to work. But like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Mm. You're going to go on a bit of a ride and have fun with it. And uh, yeah, without going into loads of detail about it, you know, we, you know, a year later, we we'd managed to bring the two businesses together. Mm. I left my job. Um, nice. You know, went, you know, took took a you know, bit of a pay cut and stuff. Um, again, had to explain to my family who were very probably like quite risk averse um they'd sort of were nervous for me and they never told they didn't tell me not to do it but mm. obviously they were like you know it's quite a risky thing you're trying to mm. do and you know it all felt a bit it all felt a bit far-fetched which to be yeah. fair it probably was mm. um but i was like no i'm gonna do it I'm yeah. Like, yeah so i did i left my job and um we kind of bought the two businesses together um and the idea was that we'd bring them together, we'd build them up. After a few years, we would you know, probably sell them for, for more mm. money than mm. 
than what they would have got at that time. And um, well, long story short, we we managed to do it in four months, and wow. we sold the businesses, and yeah, the, the the two families did really well out of it, and uh, um, and and I did okay out of it as well, as mm. well, you know, sort of you know, life changing, mm. you know, life life changing situation for me as well. So, yeah. and and obviously the way I tell the story, it's, it sounds like it was quite easy, but it was just like, it was brutal. Mm. You know, it was, it was long days. It was lots of doubting. It mm. was lots of like, what the fuck have I done? It was, yeah. um, but at the same time, there was this underlying belief that even if, even if it didn't cross the line, I was still better for it. You know, yeah. it was that yeah. whole idea of, you know, failure in whatever form would never be a bad thing. And, mm it kind of kept me going and also there was this not i sort of almost became addicted to being really uncomfortable with life and which was so unlike me you know i used to live a very comfortable very safe life and i started to really just enjoy the fact that you know you yeah you could put yourself in a situation where you might fail or it's really yeah. uncomfortable and you know just that you do get addicted to kind of growing out of that situation but yeah yeah, so it was a real kind of it was a pretty wild six months. Yeah, drove myself into the ground, but it was yeah, it was, the vision was was mm. was kind of complete. And I think we um, we pretty much I think it was like eighteen months to the day or something like that that I'd been on the ayahuasca ceremony that we actually sold the wow. business. It was, yeah, yeah, it was there was there was something in the date, but it was it was yeah, it linked back to that ayahuasca ceremony. It was, Amazing. It was uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool moment. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah, you sort of like everything lined up, and you were able to sort of see the opportunities and go for them, even though it took a lot of work. Because um, I think some people think ayahuasca will just change things just like that, but it's it's more about changing your way of seeing stuff, isn't it, or opening it up. Um, you still have to do the do the work. Well, I thought about this quite a lot, and you know, I think when I told the story um, a few times, you know, it, it sort of sounds. It sounds a lot better when I say oh, I had this vision and I had this idea, but actually, when I when I've reflected on it, I'd had the idea for years. You know, mm. I'd had the ideas. You know, when I was working in the industry previous, you know, I think I'd even presented it once as this is what we need to do. Mm. Um, but and I'd probably had this idea. You know, it probably wasn't odd for me to have the idea. Um, the idea was quite logical. It was an idea that I would logically come up with. But I think what really changed is probably every single time that I had that idea in the past, I'd gone, "Don't be so fucking stupid," you know. And and what really changed was this idea of, well, why not? You, know, it's, nice. you kind of have this different perception of the world, and you know, it's full of possibilities. And yeah, you know, that concept of failing is just is just okay. You know, it's just it's just it will be okay. And uh, again, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but for me, it was it was a real kind of real shift. Um, and um yeah so i th- i think it's yeah to to your point i don't think um i think i think magical things do happen like ayahuasca but i think it's more about i just don't think it hands it to you on a plate i think it no. probably gives you a slightly different way of looking at the world and you know you still have to work hard and you still have to you know you still have, and that's not just work hard in terms of like doing long hours and the traditional sense is you have to go you still have to do the work to push yourself into that place yeah. you know, i think it kind of sort of shows you the way and shows you the door if you like but you've got to you've got to take the tough steps and walk, walk through it and you know, I think perhaps for me and probably like a lot of other people is yeah that's not always a natural thing to do yeah totally um yeah so and then I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about um your last ceremony and what's sort of been going on um 
after the business sold um and it didn't quite wasn't quite as you expected was it um it didn't feel quite the same as you were you were thinking no i mean obviously like i was um i had the uh, <laughs> i had some arb- i had some arbitrary goals that i wanted to achieve and it was like i said they're arbitrary they you know they were I wanted to be in a certain position in my life and all of a sudden I'd achieved it you know I'd achieved my my goals that I wanted to achieve and and done them in fairly spectacular fashion really mm. um you know and you sort of watch big amount of money hit the bank and stuff like that in all those moments and, and don't get me wrong they're really nice moments you know and mm. um obviously very grateful and very excited and you know I was able to to do some nice things and it was really really good but at the same time I kind of had this um overwhelming sense of um i'm not really sure i wouldn't say i wouldn't say yeah sort of sort of fell into a bit of a depression really it was mm. um and what was we were talking about earlier but what what was was also different is on loaded on top of that depression was guilt because it's like hang on a minute like you've got you know, a lot you've got a lot here you've been really lucky you, you know everything's mm. fallen into place for you and yeah, and you'll you'll be miserable about it, and it's just mm. like, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> and um, so yeah, so I just started to feel, and it took a little while to unpick it. And I think part of it was I was knackered, you know. Mm. I think uh, you know, I'd re- literally driven, and not only driven myself into the ground to get to the end point, but actually, I was then starting. I'd stayed with the the company that bought us. So you're now kind of working for you know new people and figuring that out and they want to mm. see returns from the business as well so mm. i'm like oh, i'm knackered but then mm. i've got to kind of continue on so i think part of it i was like it was probably like i was physically and mentally drained but i yeah. think secondly as well is despite the fact that my life had clearly changed for the better it still changed so you mm. had to deal with this um a different scenario probably had to deal with the fact that i've always been quite ambitious and i guess one of the things about ambi- ambitious people is you're always kind of running for something. Yeah, and it's almost like, well, I've got it now, and it's a bit like yeah. it's a bit like the cat that catches the mouse. It's like, well, what the fuck do I do with it now? <laughs> um, so I kind of had, yeah, I was dealing with lots of yeah, like different emotions around it, and um, I think maybe the, the biggest one was the fact that, um, and and I know that, uh, and I've only really started doing this more lately, but been reading. Um, uh, a book called like the power of now and it talks about this idea that you, you, we can we have this ongoing narrative it'll be you know, it'll be better mm-hmm. when i do this it'll be better mm-hmm. when i do that and mm-hmm. it was like actually i've done it now i did this mm-hmm. thing and all of a sudden oh it's not better yeah you know, mm-hmm. things didn't mm-hmm. suddenly get better and and actually what it made me realize is that perhaps maybe those things were well i'll deal with this issue or i'll deal with that issue mm-hmm. and and it was almost a case of no actually you know uh, yeah, you know, I've given myself all of the reasons to think that yeah, this was all. If I achieve this, this will be okay. Mm. Uh, and it was almost like I've achieved it. And it's like actually, it's not okay. So I need yeah. to go and deal with some of that shit now. Mm. Mm. Um, so I actually saw like a like a coach for a little while, and she was really good. You know, mm. she really helped me um, figure out what I wanted to do. She helped me figure out um, you know make a decision on on how I wanted to act and things that I needed to change to mm. to make sure I was successful in this, like this new role and this new lifestyle. Uh, but I kind of knew, like, I was going to go back and do some, you know, do ayahuasca yeah. again. But I wanted to be in the right frame of mind. So I went again and, um, yeah, some really powerful stuff came up. Mm. Um, so a lot about kind of masculinity and compassion. Mm. And mm. I had some good, like, uh, good insights about my relationship with my dad, who mm. I had a bit of 
sort of unfairly a bit of like resentment for and um you know i just had this kind of vision about how you know despite the fact men can be dicks a lot of the time and <laughs> and we do bad things and um yeah actually we all kind of most of us go to bed at night like wanting to be like decent human beings and yeah. you know it's quite hard being a guy and it, i just mm-hmm. had this incredible amount of compassion for like you know, not only like me and my dad and but it was just everybody mm-hmm. you know and um all, all men and uh, but it also put me into perspective that you know you could be quite compassionate and still be quite strong as well and i think i'd always mm-hmm. struggled with masculinity and that i was never although i'm quite a big guy i've never been like a kind of never been that aggressive or mm-hmm. i've always been quite sort of chilled out mm-hmm. um and um yeah and i sort of got this sort of new concept around how you could be a bit of a i think the way to describe it is like a kind of a peaceful warrior if you like mm-hmm. yeah. um so i dealt with that and i felt like and i remember when i was actually on in the ceremony i just huge like release of like testosterone <laughs> so i felt like i was just walking around there like a like a big jungle cat or something like that it was it was bizarre so yeah so definitely dealt with a lot of that stuff and um yeah and it, it kind of it's given me like a real different perspective and helped me to understand like where i need to go next and mm-hmm. and how i need to be but yeah it's every time i've been it's you've had a, i've had a completely yeah. sort of different perspective on the world yeah I've, I've had sort of similar sort of experiences around masculinity and uh kind of like carrying a lot of energy um being a man often and not sure what to do with it and carrying a lot of emotions that we don't know not really taught how to deal with either um it just can be a lot sometimes um yeah i I think rightly so i think you know that being a white man it's like we've got a lot of privilege you know i think most white men know that um and I think most men know that, you know, the world needs to level up a little bit and, you know, there's, mm. there's work to be done to make the world a great place for, for every mm. human being. Mm. But at the same time, it still doesn't make it, you know, it doesn't mean it's not tough to be a man. And, yeah. and I think you're right. I think sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah, am I supposed to be sensitive? Am I supposed to be a hunter-gatherer? You know, mm. it's, it's kind of you know, figuring out, you know, the role as a male in, in the modern world. Um, you know, and, I, yeah, and I'm not... I don't think you want any sympathy. It's just the fact that it is difficult, and it's mm. a difficult thing to figure out. And um, yeah, I think most men are trying to figure it out and yeah. trying to do the right thing. And I think we forget, or sometimes feel guilty about the fact that it's hard. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and and it's and we and we don't like to admit that we're sort of trying to figure it out. And let's be honest, we're all trying to do it. I mean, whether we yeah, yeah. whether we're white men or whatever, like you know, whether yeah. we're whatever human being we are. I think we're all trying to figure out what it's all about. We're all on, <laughs> all on the path. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think it was that kind of, I had a lot, yeah, a lot of compassion for, there's a lot of men kicking around and it's, it's you know, trying to find, it's quite difficult to figure out mm. how to be and, um, yeah, and just having compassion for myself and compassion mm. for, for everybody, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, um, I think we'll wrap up there. Like, thank you for sharing. So that's really appreciate it. Um, really good to hear. Um, I don't know if there's any final thoughts or any books or any any resources on ayahuasca or anything that you'd want to share with anyone. No, I think um, uh, any like the Joe wrote. If you're kind of a, I guess, not 
not necessarily done a lot of reading on ayahuasca. Like there was a Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. Uh, obviously, his YouTube stuff. I think there's a few on ayahuasca, but I yeah. think if you type in like Joe Rogan ayahuasca, it's a very, he's a very like modern manly man, isn't he? Yeah. But he's, uh, you know, he's a high performer, but he talks about, you know, the you know spiritual energy and talks about plant mm. medicine in a real kind of quite mainstream way. Right. Um, yeah. So if you feel that this could be a little bit out there and a bit too. You know, a bit too spiritual for you then mm. that's a really good way to look at it um and then uh the, the power of now um yeah it's a quite a famous book now about yeah. on spirituality but it will kind of yeah it's kind of knocked me off knock me on my ass a few yeah. times reading it it's but great. really good way to especially if you're a person that is you know it's kind of in your own head quite a lot which yeah. is i think most people yeah. but nowadays but it just helps you have a just different perspective on on uh on on the mind and yeah and, and how that works but um but yeah but the, yeah there's, there's loads of books and i think ultimately i think any it was interesting that i, I was talking to you earlier on I, i'd had a conversation with someone that had done uh you know some tony robbins events and mm. yeah that's obviously that's a mile away from an ayahuasca retreat but actually yeah. what comes up is very similar and mm. it's um yeah i think whatever sort of self-improvement people i think just asking yourself those questions is yeah yeah however you do it whether it's podcasts books hypnotherapy sessions i think just yeah asking the questions is is just always a good place to start nice nice thank you so much for sharing with us um yeah i'll put the link to the book and the joe rogan podcast on the show notes uh thank you very much thank you Thanks for tuning in, and if you found it interesting, please do share. And if you'd like to know more about my hypnotherapy, problem-solving, coaching, or mindfulness teaching, please visit chris-walton.com.